Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here with me live on the air, and I also want to thank you for downloading the show and listening to it archived and also on iTunes. I do appreciate each one of you. Thank you so much. And I'm always, always delighted to be live here with you on the air. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching service. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life one way or another, it's personal growth, professional growth, our job, career, our health, fitness, overall the quality of life. We also have guests that come on the show and share their thoughts about some of these topics and sometimes I host the show solo. I just wanted to let you know this show intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. So please, if you need a professional help, seek professional help. I am a certified life coach. You can visit my website for additional information on my services by going to www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message or an email at coachria, that's one word, at gmail.com. And also you can send me a message right here on the show. So make sure you follow the show and uh, follow me on Twitter, on Facebook. See what's going on and let me see how I can help you. And remember, also my guests are professional in their field. You can reach them directly from the information that I provide in the show page. And one last thing before we bring on our guests, I like to set my intention doing a show. My intention of doing a show is to help inspire you. I'd like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you want to live. It's all up to you. So all I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart and take what is useful for you. And then question everything. It's always important to question everything. Our today's topic is helping our children to become happy, healthy, and self-reliant. And my guest today is Shelly Zorfis. Shelly has been working with children and teens afflicted with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, known as ADHD, dyslexia, autism, learning disability, as well as average but struggling C student. She came to this work because while growing up, she had undiagnosed dyslexia. She learned to write during her master's thesis. Shelley is the owner of Specialized Tutoring Learning Assessment and believes that the kids need one-to-one instruction. Shelley believes that toxic chemicals are causing the breakdown of kids. Shelley got her Bachelor of Fine Art from School of Visual Arts and her Master of Fine Art from Rutgers and took education and special education classes from NYU and Hunter. She, exhibit her, she exhibited her artwork in galleries and museums from New York City to Alaska. Shelley is known for her witty articles that have appeared in line and in print both nationally and internationally. She appears in her YouTube video by the same title, Recovering Autism, ADHD and special needs. Shelley is the author of Recovering Autism, ADHD and special needs. A guide to help parents and those who work with children heal their children now. Her book is a guide for parents and teachers to learn efficient and effective ways to heal special needs children. The book also covers information on how to navigate the educational system from preschool through college and how to vacation with special needs children 
and also career ideas beyond the school year. It's a must read for parents and teachers, as well as therapists who are willing to do the work to do early intervention so that the children will be able to become happy, healthy, independent, and self-reliant. So please help me welcome our guest today, Shelley Zorfas. Hello, Shelley. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much. What a nice introduction. Well, I try to do you justice. <laughs> you know, that's all that I can do. Thank uh-huh. you for being here. Uh, my friend, you know, as always, when I start the show, um, I want to make sure that our listeners understand that this show is really intended to be for information purpose and uh, also for thought-provoking. If you need any special attention or treatment or require any special uh, treatment, please seek professional advice. Okay, um, my guest is a professional in her service, in her practice, um, but I just want to put it out there if you don't mind. Again. <laughs> um, one more thing, you know, during the show, you're welcome to call with questions or comments by dialing either 626-213-5773. I also have the chat room open, and you can use Skype from the show page if you are an international caller or if it's a long-distance call for you. Um, Shelly, let's start by um, talking about your experience as a child. You said you were um, diagnosed with dyslexia when you were a child or misdiagnosed. What exactly happened? Just briefly. Not diagnosed at all. It turns out that I could neither read nor write, and I would get into trouble if I got caught. So I had to pretend that I could, and I came up with methods and systems to make it look like I was reading and writing. But I wasn't diagnosed until I was 25 years old and completed my master's. (laughs) Wow, that's a long time to go before you actually got the diagnosis. What do you think it was the, what was the uh, misplacement there? I mean, why didn't they diagnose it earlier than that? Well, first of all, and this is in the book, um, by accident when I was in my second year of college, I went to the optometric center of New York, which was seven stories high of just eyes. And I found out that my left and my right eye were not tracking together. So when I would try to read, the words would literally move off the page and put me to sleep. I thought everybody saw that way. Apparently, uh, eye doctors who saw me as a child growing up had no knowledge of this. And I never saw any other way. So I went into a year's worth of vision training just to line the eyes up and make things stop moving. Interesting, interesting. I mean, you know, obviously the topic, I had to do a lot of research, and of course I went through your book. I appreciate you sending the book as well. Um, It's really amazing what you were saying, you know, that one in six children has a developmental, I can't even pronounce it, disability, and one in five is neurologically impaired. This is an outrage. I'll tell you, it was not like this prior to 1986. In fact, this didn't even start to occur until around 1991, and it's been been going downhill ever since. I don't think you can go to a shopping mall without seeing droves of children that need help. That's amazing. I mean, that's really a scary, you know, statistic. And also you mentioned that um, toxic chemicals can be the cause of most of these disabilities. I agree with you to some extent. We're not here to attack anybody. just want to make sure, um, you know, but we just bring awareness to the surface here. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, when we know mercury for a long, for a long time, it's been a, a big toxic, you know, chemical. Um, and it was found in a lot of, you know, vaccines and other things. Um, so I totally understand what you're saying. You also say there's a, there's a bunch of chemicals that you refer to um, that actually had been the cause of most of these uh, illnesses and these disabilities. Mm-hmm. May I mention the chemicals in particular that are doing that are most profound, along with mercury. Uh, I just want to say that it's not just mercury um, exclusively. Aluminum is one of them, and embalming fluid, formaldehyde, even your fluoride in toothpaste. Right. 
Right. So, I mean, it comes down to, and this is what this show about, it's really bringing awareness, conscious awareness to your everyday life, the things that you ingest, the things that you give your children, the things that you take as a, as a, as a person yourself. You know, bring your awareness, question everything. This is all it is. It's you make sure you know what you're taking and what you're giving your family. I mean, I'm, I come to the conclusion now that I really have to read everything. Like when I go shopping for things, when I know, you know, I have to give out a medication or anything, I need to know, you know, what this long-term effect of taking these certain medication and is there an alternative way? You know, I mean, we have to give, you know, our gratitude to, to, to the medicine itself, you know, because, I mean, obviously there's a lot of uh, um, uh, things had been improved, you know, less people dying of certain diseases because of the medication. So we can't ignore that. We can't ignore that science is, is important, that, you know, some of the things that are, are out there are definitely helping people live longer. And, uh, but we need to bring our awareness to what, some of these things are, and and the more you know, the better you are. That's the bottom you know, line. You know, we. Um, I have to tell you that it's not so easy to figure out the chemicals as just reading the package. For example, a lot of these children are extremely reactive to any food dye with a number, red dye number one, blue dye number 40. Even the word caramel, they make you think it's some lovely light brown color, but it's actually a dye. Now, there are loopholes where they don't even list it on the package. And how would you know that? An example would be, let's say you get a package of soy sauce for your Chinese food. There's no listing of the food dye in soy sauce. Or I've noticed, for example, two packages of marshmallows. They're both white-looking. One has blue dye number one added, and the other one doesn't. But I don't know if the second one uh, just, you know, doesn't list it. It's it's much more complicated than just reading because there's surprising loopholes that let them add it to food. For example, if it's in some cases, if it's less than two percent, they don't have to list it. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, there's always that you know the the cloudy mm-hmm. thing about you know not listing everything and being really honest with the with the consumer, you know. But I think you know the more we know, the more we understand, the more we do our our research. You know, especially when it comes to our health and our mm-hmm. family's health and our kids. I mean, you know, I know when you came and approached me about having you on the show, I was hesitant because I have a, such a, you know, I mean, we all do, you know, such a soft spot for kids. And I, it's, it's hard for me to even think about, you know, kids being, you know, in pain. And you refer to, and I know in your, in your YouTube video, I watched your YouTube video, you know, how you talked about, like, you know, these kids who suffer from autism, you know, they behave the way they behave because they are in so much pain. Right, right. You know, and that's really sad. But, I mean, you know, but we're going to talk about, you know, I mean, right now we're trying to, to, to enlighten, you know, our, our listener. Um, provide information again. This is for information purpose. You know what are really the cause of some of these disabilities? And well, again, said, it goes mm-hmm. back to the chemicals. They're going into the uh, brain barrier. But I have some uh, tips on how to get the children out of the pain. I mean, the show is an hour show, so there are some things parents can do right at home. Um, for example. Uh, there are children, you'll find them, they're, you know, banging their stomach over the arm of the couch or they're hitting their heads, for example. These are more severe cases. Well, what they're doing is they're trying to put pressure on their stomach and they tend to have uh, extreme bowel disorders where one day it's constipation, the next day it's diarrhea. And what I've discovered is it's almost like the intestines kind of knock up so uh, a solution, a simple solution, would be to take a few drops of mineral oil and take it orally, not to be used as a laxative because then the child would become dependent, but it would actually lubricate the intestines and help the child to release. And after a while, maybe once a week, maybe twice, and after a while you can taper off to where it's only a few drops every, let's say, month. Mm-hmm. and depending on how the child's doing. And I, I find that is a simple method with some of their uh, stomach and intestinal disorders. You know, that's, that's really interesting. And I think your book provides a lot of great help and tips um, to parents 
teachers and anyone who works with children with disabilities. Um, and I, I want to ask you first. Let's start by this question. First, you know, let me let me repeat. Um, the name of your book is Recovering Autism, ADHD, and Special Needs: A Guide to Help Parents and Those Who Work with Children Heal Their Children Now. Why the book? Why the book? Uh, you know, I've been doing this work for more than two decades, and at the start of the work. You know, I was I was uh, tutoring children by learning disabilities, a little dyslexia. But over the years, somewhere in the early 90s, the children were coming in sicker and sicker. And I kept researching, well, what do I do with this? What do I do now? And there was very, very little information on it. The word autism first appeared back then, and it was rare. Well, now it's not rare. In fact, recently, uh, see, see announced that it's one in 88 children, but it's not counting anybody under the age of 12, and it's a serious problem. So I had to come up with some very serious solutions. Uh, The definition, for example, that I use, it may not be the one that's in the books, but the one I like to use is that autism is uh, layers of illness, made up to 50 different illnesses in one moment in time. Therefore, the, the particular child might have skin issues, eye-tracking issues, stomach aches, headaches, uh, walk on their toes, uh, low speak, low physical tone. Um, they often have something called hypotonia, where one part of their body is kind of loose and floppy, and the other half their body is strong, so they can literally fall off a chair or bang into a doorway uh, when they're trying to go somewhere. So... I I say in the book that we can do this. You can take it a step at a time because it's all connected. So the parent has to figure out how to handle the skin issue. Sometimes the eczema and the psoriasis turns out to be a milk sensitivity. Sometimes it is associated with wheat and breads. So it's, it's like being Sherlock Holmes, figuring out why are these children hurting. And if you go down all the lists, like, for example, I recommend early intervention. Well, what is early intervention? It's therapy, physical therapy, but it's also music therapy and art therapy. Heals, absolutely. I mean, that's interesting that you said that autism is actually is a combination of many illnesses, right. you know, that actually can combine together that create that whole word of autism, which people just refer to it as, you know, one aspect. Of, of the disease itself, but it's actually a lot more than that, a lot of elements. And I, you know, I mean, obviously, like, again, you've done your work, you've been doing this for over 25 years, and, uh, you know, the book is literally is a guide, is a guide to any parents who have a children with disability or they suffer from any of these diseases, whether it's autism, ADHD, or any other special needs. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, and then we're going to go into a short break, uh, there's a reason why you wrote the book Right to Left. Could you explain to the reader, to the listeners, you know, who are also going to be purchasing your book, why, what's the purpose behind that? Okay. Um, what I did is I broke each page into two narrow columns um, because if I'm teaching about, for example, in the book I give eye exercises so that the eyes can track better, that parents can do right at home with their child. So if I teach that it's easier to read in narrow columns, then I felt it was important to lay it out that way. Magazines and, uh, you know, some textbooks that I often hear parents say, oh, he'll read Sports Illustrated, but as long as it's uh, not a school book, he'll have no problem with it. Well, actually, part of the reason the child will pick up sports is illustrated is because the way it is laid out. It's laid out in narrow columns, and it makes it much easier for the child with issues to be able to read and comprehend it. So I decided to print it that way. Actually, it was easy for me to look at it that way, but I found it to be, you know, um, at first I was like, why is that? You know, why does she have the page broken down into two separate columns? But then when I followed through, actually my eyes was not straining, like you mentioned. You know, it just makes your eyes move, you know, smoothly along the page while you're reading so you're not putting too much strain on your eyes, 
which exactly. is, you know, I mean, it's it's definitely, and, and I have a 2020 vision. So, I mean, I can imagine somebody who doesn't have 2020 vision, you know, um, how, you know, so definitely it's very, very helpful. So let's take a short break, um, Shelly, and then when we come back, we will talk more about the book and uh, some of these tips that you provide in this book. So please stay okay. tuned. Thanks. Thank you. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. Our today's topic is helping our children to become happy, healthy, and self-reliant. And our guest is Shelly Zorfes. And Shelly is the author of Recovering Autism, ADHD, and Special Needs, a guide to help parents and those who work with children heal their children now. Before the break, we talked about um, some of the facts that actually, which is really uh, scary to even think about it, that one in six children has a developmental disability. Oh, my God, I can't believe that I'm stuck on that word. And one in five is neurologically impaired. And also um, some of the studies shows that toxic chemicals are the cause of some of these disability. And Shelly is here to just sort of enlighten us. Give us some helpful tips to um, to share with some of the, um, any parents or any teacher or anyone who cares for children with um, learning disability or autism or ADHD. Thank you again, Shelly, for being here. My pleasure. So why am I keep sucking with that word? <laughs> it doesn't want to come out. Uh, I'm developmental <laughs> four syllables. That's I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I said it's four syllables long. I know. I have to like break it down because you know. I mean, after all, you know, I, I, English is my third language. So <laughs> I, you know, and I have a master's degree, but it doesn't matter. I'm still like sometimes I have words that I have to literally break them down for my brain to uh, um, to say them right. So, but I'll right. add that and and right. make it sound better. But anyhow, so let's move on. Before the break, we talked about some of the um, the chemicals um, that can cause these disabilities in children. And we talked about why the book and some of the the, uh, the tips that you provide in the book. So let's let's dig in a little bit more into the book. Okay. Okay. So in the book, obviously, you mentioned some of these chemicals that you uh, you briefly talked about in the beginning of the show. Um, but share with us exactly what is ADHD. We talked about autism being a multiple diseases in one basically. Uh What is ADHD? ADHD stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and most of the kids with it are medicated. But actually, uh, I have found in my work, and this has been field tested by me, that the majority of kids with ADHD actually have an internal systemic infection that you can resolve. What happens is they have, uh, let's say the child had a lot of ear infections, sinus infections, strep throat. They've had a history of taking many different antibiotics. And what the antibiotics do is they kill the infection, the bad bacteria, but they simultaneously kill the good bacteria. Everybody has yeast in the lower part of their gut, but when the bacteria that keeps the yeast down there is killed, the yeast send out <clears throat> spores. They kind of eat the, line, the mucus lining of the intestines, which protects us, and then the next thing you know, they have a candida infection in the gut. And wow. uh, 
if you read the the uh, symptoms of ADHD, uh, sounds hyperactive, can't focus, running in circles, uh, disorganized, they're the same symptoms as uh, ADHD. So when parents come to me, one of the first things I do is I check for that. I ask how many antibiotics, how old was the child, and I see a tremendous difference. It's healed you know, with acidophilus and some other measures. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting. But, you know, I mean, so we understand on the show is really talking about children, how we can help children and some of the tips. But how do adults develop ADHD. I mean, you hear adults developing ADHD later on in life. Same thing. Same they thing. forgot that they took an antibiotic two years ago and they had another one four years ago, and the body can handle a certain amount of this. It's the same thing as an allergy. If you fill a glass part way, you're okay, but if you fill it too much, it tips over. Well, they also have this candida infection, including men. Just because they don't see it coming out the same way doesn't mean it's not there. Typically, they'll have cold hands and cold feet, dark circles under the eyes, and combine that with the eyes not tracking well, they can take the same steps. Are we there? Yeah, I'm here. I, I've lost you for a second. I thought, yeah. You okay? You there? Yes. Okay, good. Um, In essence, what can I you said repeat is, that, please? Because I think we, we didn't hear you. Yeah, the adults develop the same kind of yeast infection in their guts, including the men. They tend to have uh, cold hands, cold feet, and also their eyes stop tracking well. Um, and they also they reach the point where they, too, could take things like acidophilus from a health food store or uh, reduce the wheat and the gluten right. um, because the yeast thrives on sugars and wheat and gluten. It's, it makes like a food craving. So it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I think, you know, it's really amazing and uh, yeah, to, you bring in that, that uh, a good point that everything really starts in the gut. What does that tell you, right? So you got to really pay attention to what you're eating. And I think just so recently, people start getting more conscious of wheat and gluten. But mm-hmm. the majority of the problem for many years has been, you know, especially the food allergy, it's really related to gluten and, and, the, and the wheat products. And people were just so, um, uh, I guess I want to say unenlightened, you know, they didn't know. They didn't know any better. And I think this is why it's really becoming more and more um, a good idea for you to question everything, to find out what some of the um, the effect of some of the things that you do take or you give to your family or your kids. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to put it out there again. If you have any questions for Shelly or myself and you like to ask that question live on the air, you can dial 626-213-5773. And also the chat room is open, so go ahead and sign in there if you like. Um, I see some people in the, in, in the switchboard, but they are in the listening mode. But if you want to uh, ask a question or you have a comment, make sure that you dial, I think you dial 1 to speak to the host. Um, anyhow, so back to um, to our conversation here. It's a lot of great information, and I, I, I do really appreciate it. You enlightened me, myself. I mean, I know a few of these things, but I'm not, you know, as knowledgeable as you are in this topic. Um, and then talking about dyslexia, uh, you know, so what is dyslexia? I mean, you know, again, we're not trying to do medical terms here and define medical terms. But again, some of the, the, the causes, some of the uh, the sign that people should really pay attention to, could you share that with us? Sure. Now, most people think they know that dyslexia means when, let's say, a child reverses letters or numbers. And I'm sorry to tell you that's not what it is. That definition was written some 200 years ago in one of the dictionaries, and it seems that we haven't kept up uh, with all the modalities. But actually, in my estimation, dyslexia is either auditory, visual, or kinesthetic. Most of the people seem to have an auditory processing glitch. So, for example, if you were to give a child five directions, go to your room, you know, pick up the blue pen, put away the Legos and two others, 
you'll find that you can go up to the room an hour later, the child's sitting on the floor playing with Legos, and the parent might say, why didn't you do what I said? And the child says, I did exactly what you said. Well, the child's telling the truth. From the time you spoke till the time he processed, uh, took uh, a little extra time. So they only processed, let's say, the word Legos. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the child perceived it as, oh, I can go in my room and play with Legos. So they're not catching everything that's spoken. Um, so it's more than receiving letters. I would say there's 20, 30 or more varieties of dyslexia. So you can have it in math, not reading. You can have it in reading, but not writing, and so on. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like, again, this is this is uh, um, interesting stuff, and obviously, you know, we really need to pay attention to some of these things that the kids are doing and how we can help them at an early stage for intervention purpose, correct? Correct. Before it gets too far, you know, and, and it will be hard to actually treat it. You can catch this in preschool, and that's the good news here. Interesting. By following okay. this book, parents can learn signs, what to look for, right when the child is three, four, five years old. You know, you mentioned something in your video on YouTube, and I, it caught my uh, attention. You said something when um, when you notice something um, out of the ordinary with your child, even at an early age, like they didn't, they didn't start talking early or something like that, and you hear people say, oh, don't worry about it. You know, some kids, don't, they, they start, especially for boys, you know, they don't start speaking until like the later three years past that. You said don't do that. You said you should go check it out. Is that correct? Correct. You want Why to- is that? Why do you think, you know, some, some kids might have actually, you know, late development and, and they should be okay, and some kids, they go on being okay, but you're saying we should check it out anyway. Right. Well, there's no harm if you take a young toddler for speech therapy, but there is harm if you wait too long because uh, in the book I continually say that you can reboot the brain. All the early oh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. You can provide a longer win- window of opportunity for the child to heal. But by missing that period of time, you're missing a critical time. I mean, after all, uh, babies develop language from somewhere from birth to around the age two or three. So if it's not happening, it's better to be conservative and uh, get some assistance. That's uh, that's amazing. I mean, but definitely, I, I, you know, I appreciate you share that information. And then you also talk about food allergy. I mean, you, you know, I, I, when I talked, when we spoke offline, you know, we talked about food allergy, and I had mentioned to you. I mean, I grew up, you know, overseas, and we never really knew anything about food allergy till I, you know, I, I came to this country, and 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 most of the food allergy are driven by what. Can you just, like, give us some ideas, you know, the things that we really need to pay attention to? Well, I'm not allowed to just the peanuts. But, um, okay, we don't want to go, like, specific. But what I'm just saying, you know, I mean, what's yeah. some of the things that really need to be a little bit more deliberate, kind of, you know, bringing our attention to? Okay, well, for example, wheat. The wheat in this country used to be a nice, tall, uh, almost flowering product, but for many, many years, I think as early as the 70s, it's been changed to be a short, fat item, and many people have, are suddenly developing an allergy to wheat that would not have had one years ago because they've changed the wheat itself, and it has more gluten in it, it has less proteins, and it's causing pe- I had a lady who worked in the food industry say to me, you know, I could always eat Chinese food, and all of a sudden I can't. And we talked about it, and she discovered that she was reacting to the wheat. Another thing is that our dairy has changed. Um, it's not that pretty white stuff that comes from a cow so much like it used to be. It's, it's got a lot of antibiotics, hormones, and chemicals in it. So whereas... You might have been able to have a glass of milk years ago. Today, people are getting colitis and irritable bowel without realizing that one of the culprits are the ingredients added to the milk. And, and you know, and that's why I, I you know, I mean, I, I consciously, literally, when I buy milk, first of all, I buy organic milk. Even when you buy organic milk for, you know, for my son to drink, I, 
I don't because I know I had a doctor actually who's an MD who uh, has um, he owns a, a wellness center here in the state of New Jersey. He actually said that all milk products are not good except you know uh, goat milk, which even if you know where it's coming from, you know because our our, our stomach does not even digest it. But most of the time, I try not to buy products that have added vitamin D to it, added vitamin whatever. You know, I'm like, why? Why would I want to do that? You know, I mean, again, it's bringing yourself, you know, to understand the ingredient, to understand what you're purchasing, you know. And even if you cannot buy and afford organic products, maybe you need to be conscious about, you know, some of the things that you buy conventionally, you know, I mean, some of the conventional products. And, and, and you know, obviously for years, you know, you, you never catch anybody who is in a, at a healthy level in their body eating conventional products because it's all toxic. The soil is toxic and, and, you know, I mean, I like, again, I'm not <laughs> opposing to anybody, but it, it it is upsetting, you know. I mean, that, you know, we, the consumer, have to consume these products. Uh-huh. Um, and, and obviously suffer the consequences of, of uh, um, some of these problems that can cause by these, these products. But again, you know, there is always the awareness. There's always alternative. You discuss in your book some of the alternative and some of the, the um, remedies and treatments. Um, we're not going to go in details in them because I really do um, want everybody who want to know more about this the, this topic is to go ahead and purchase the book because it is definitely a guidebook. It's not a reading book. It's a guidebook. And I really appreciate all the um the information that you put in this book. And I do appreciate also the, the person who helped you edit the book. Um, <laughs> our mutual friend, maybe you want to mention him on the yeah, air. He's just amazing. In fact, he wasn't just an editor. He was a developmental editor. And his and, name, he was actually my guest on the show. I don't know if you knew that. but <laughs> Last year, he was a guest on my show. Um, Sal, can you can you sell his name again? Um, Sal Zianeri. I have a hard time pronouncing it because it's so long and has many syllables. But uh, also, he's a musician and a Qigong healer and right. editor. So you're, he's a real great person to work with. I had a lot of fun doing it with him. Yeah, no, I, I, I do know Sal, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. And, and Sal, if you are listening, thank you so much for, for helping Shelly put this book together and uh, edit the book for her. Um, it's a great book. I definitely do recommend it. So um, so can we share with our audience some of the early intervention, you know, some like the recognition of some of the things and, and some of the the things that you would like to share with our listener, and we're going to take another short sure. break. Okay. Sure. So you have speech therapy. You have something called occupational therapy. Um, usually you see a professional for these things. You have uh, music is extremely helpful. In fact, uh, there are classes like music together, or um, there's a lot of early childhood music. But interestingly enough, a lot uh people who've been exposed to music even at a few months old often grow up being um mathematically almost gifted because music and math are the same part of the brain till the child turns around 4 or 5 years old and so many times uh people had to make choices between becoming a musician when it was the college age or becoming an MD. If you ask a lot of the uh, doctors, you'll find that they they had to make that choice because uh, they could go both ways. So you definitely want to try to seek out early uh, music classes made for toddlers and infants. Um, but I have a tip here because I have to tell you, Ree, so many parents with sick kids are exhausted from running to place to place and getting different expert opinions, and a lot of them are tapped out financially. So what I say in the book is, you know what, if you can't afford a full-time specialist like a speech therapist, occupational therapist, art therapist, then hire the grandparent. Hire the other mother. Go after a college. Mm -hmm. Great tip. Great tip. Great tip. Yes. Uh Mm Uh-huh. So, uh Let's see, some other therapies. Um, Well, I'm a firm believer in detoxing, 
detoxifying mm-hmm. the child, and there are some clay baths that can help pull out some of the chemicals. I like the easy and simple and safe ones. Um, how is, love, how is uh, um, because I use it myself, and I, I found it to be very helpful, is uh, the simple Epsom salt bath. The, the which? The Epsom salt. Oh, Epsom salt. <laughs> um, yeah, that helps. I think okay. uh, you're laughing because you're thinking that's <laughs> that's very genetic. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need a little bit more advanced. But I think you know, I mean, simple treatments, simple um, remedies are really um, available. And obviously, you share a lot of those uh, remedies and treatment in the book in chapter seven. And so I do again recommend the book highly because, uh, as I mentioned, this is a guide book on how to um, help your children live a healthier and better life. We're going to take another short break, and uh, when we come back, we will be, um, you know, wrapping it up and talking a little bit more about the book and how people can get it and uh, how people can reach you for any, uh, any services. So we'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. I do appreciate each one of you uh, for listening to the show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. After the show is off the air, it will be available for um, on demand and also available on iTunes in the podcast for free download. So make sure you check out all the episodes and um, download them to your uh, favorite MP3. So again, the topic of our uh, show today is helping our children to become hip, happy and healthy and self-reliant. And my guest is Shelly Zorfes. She is the author of Recovering Autism, ADHD, Special Needs, A Guide to Help Parents and Those Who Work With Children Heal Their Children Now. And as I mentioned before the break, the book is absolutely must-have for any parent or any teacher or any therapist who is working with children with special needs and disabilities. Um, and even, you know, like I mentioned, you know, she mentioned in, in, in um, earlier that even the kids who have a hard time um, becoming, you know, educate and learning and, and have a C-level, you know, uh, grades, they could have some kind of disability. So they might they can benefit from this book as well. So, Shelly, thank you again for being here. So much to cover in so little time. <laughs> But we like to wrap it up a little bit here. Um, we talked before the break on some of the um, um, the definition of autism, ADHD. We talked about dyslexia. And we talked about allergy. We also talked about how to help um, these kids, even, you know, adults, to detoxify their body. Um, we also mentioned some of the remedies and the treatments that are available in the book. And uh, we also mentioned, um, we talked about early intervention. And um, so let's basically sum it all. What would you like to tell our listener right now? Um, What are some of the suggested tips that you'd like to share with our listeners so they can go get that book or if they need any help, what are some of the things that you'd like to to tell them? Well, uh, in a nutshell, um, I I propose that the academia that's out there on how to help children is not doing the job. These parents need answers now. And I pose that whether the child has a learning disability or not, that anyone reading this book can find a variety of methods to try at home. And actually many children will get better. For example... Some kids perpetually have those ear infections, and rather than wait till they need an antibiotic, 
uh, getting something simple like garlic oil made for children's ears in a health food store will literally stop the infection in the mm-hmm. trap without needing the antibiotics. I, overall, I want to tell the parents, you can do this. If you catch these situations early, don't let anyone tell you that your child can't be recovered because they can. And I, I do believe what you're saying is absolutely 100% correct because there's always room for improve, improvement for anything. And if you open your mind, and this is what the show is about, you know, I always ask you to have an open mind and open heart. Open your mind to all these different possibilities and all these different options that are available to you and make the right choice for you and for your child. So that's that's the key. But there's a lot of options out there. And, you know, again, in your book, you listed the quite a few of them, of those, you know, home remedies and some of those special um, early interventions that you um, you have uh, written in that book. And uh, so, again, you know, education, you know, is also the key. And you mentioned, so how do people can, if, if they want to come to you for service, how can they reach you? Well, my, my web is uh, Better School Results, but it focuses mostly on dyslexia. I have a Facebook page by the name of Recovering Autism, ADHD, and Special Needs. I have, um, let me see, I'm, I have also a Facebook page known as Specialized Tutoring Learning Assessments. I can be reached by phone at 908-391-2650. And my email address is stzor. F like Frank, A like Apple, F like Sam, at gmail.com. I'm also a member of the International Dyslexia Association and some other places. I have the YouTube uh, video, Recovering Autism, ADHD, and Special Needs as well. And then, of course, when people um, become, you know, part of your page um, or follow your page or like your page on Facebook, they'll be um, also aware of all the new articles that you post out there. You post a lot of great articles, and I know, you know, you shared some of them with me um, before the show. And so I definitely encourage everybody who is listening and who wants to know more of Shelley's work and some of these um, interventions and, and as far as, as, you know, the kids' concern or even for themselves is to um, go to her page on Facebook and uh, she's constantly posting stuff there as well. And, uh, you know, obviously in your book you mention, you know, the, the way to write health. You talk about how to even take vacation with special needs kids. I mean, it's a great, great book and uh, how to look forward to, you know, the colleges and career. You know, you, you, you really take them step by step for almost from the preschool all the way to college. And, uh, um, you know, I do want to thank you. I think you are an amazing person, and I'm grateful that we, you know, we crossed paths. And, uh, you know, to come and enlighten us and give us some of these really great tips and information to our listeners. And, again, for all, everybody who's listening, you know, the the – show is all about information and resources that is available to you. So make the right choice for yourself, okay? Um, Don't, you know, don't take whatever, you know, we say on the show literally, you know, make sure that you question everything and uh, follow it by your research and uh, your awareness to the things that is, you know, that has been happening in your life, whether on your personal or even, you know, your kids or yourself as well. And, uh, you know, ask, ask, how can I be better? How can my child be better? Because there's always room for improvement and there's always a way. I think, you I know, I did. Mention, yeah, I go just ahead. Mentioned that, um, of course, I'm on Amazon here, but I'm also on Amazon in Great Britain, Italy, Germany. So people can actually go to that site and order the book in Europe as well. I'm pretty excited and proud that. It's been selling in Europe. And you should be proud of that. I think, you know, I mean, you know, taking all the consideration also, you know, what you came from and look at you, you know, you had your own issues yourself and you overcame a lot of these obstacles and now you teach in and and you you are an amazing, you know, example to for people to, to learn from. I really truly, you know, saying that from my heart. Um, so the, the book, you know, the information for the book is in the show page. 
Um, so the link is right there. So if you click on that link, it will take you directly to Amazon where you can purchase the book. And uh, again, I, I think the book is absolutely a true guide to any parents who wants to help or teacher or even therapist or anybody who wants to help a child, you know, become happier, healthier and uh, um, become more self-reliant. I do want to thank you with all my um, love and gratitude to you, Shelley. Thank you so much, Reed. Any last thoughts before we go off the air? Um, I can't, um, no, I don't know what else to say. Everything's in the book. I think you, you've, said, you've said a lot of great things. And, again, um, the book, Sum It All, um, we gave you a lot of information on this show. So make sure you go back and re-listen to the show um, when it's archived and download it, you know, share it with your loved ones, share it with somebody who really can use and benefit from this information. And uh, if you have somebody that you know can use the book and can benefit from the book, buy it for them as a gift. It's a, it's a small investment that you can do and help somebody out there. Um, Shelly, thank you so much, my friend. I look forward to speak with you again soon, okay? Thank you very much. You take care. It's all Bye. love and best. Okay, thank you. All right, my my friends, um, this concludes our show for today, and I do want to appreciate it and thank you, each one of you, for listening to the show again live, archived, and for downloading it. Remember, you know, it's your life. Make the right decision for yourself and for the people that you love in your life. Question everything and, uh, you know, be amazing because you are amazing. You deserve to live the life that you intended to live. So make that conscious awareness to make that move to the life that you desire and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And until next time, be well, be amazing. Much love to you all. Take care. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.